You are listening to Streaming Consciousness on Open Lines Radio. Follow Mark on Instagram at tincan.telephone. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Streaming Consciousness. Enjoy! Maybe today's just not the day. I've already deleted a six-minute political rant. And then I deleted like a four-minute talk on synergy. <laughs> Maybe I'm just in too bad of a mood today. I'm just, I'm just, I was hoping that if I sat down here and just started talking that my mood would improve. I was, I was hoping that by hanging out with you for a minute... Um, and, and bouncing some ideas off your head that uh, I'd start feeling better. And what's happened is I've just keep kind of working myself up into... Uh, it's not necessarily anger. It's manifesting as, as sounding like anger, but it's really a frustration, uh, a general frustration with uh, just basically the world in general right now. And so I, I started off on this. I was I was watching the uh, the impeachment hearings today, and and uh, I, I I should I should say I'm I'm joined by Duke today as usual. He's he's going to be making his uh, his usual noises because he can't lay still. And see, even that that sounds angry, and I'm not even angry. I'm just I'm just letting you know that the clickety clackety and a pause you hear in the background is Duke being a malcontent because he can't figure out where on this floor he wants to lay down even though it's all just one big floor that shouldn't even matter but it does i get it it matters to me where i lay down too anyway i started out on this big political rant i deleted it for your uh i just i took you into consideration and i deleted it you don't you don't your ears don't need to hear that kind of uh Insanity is <laughs> what I was kind of getting a little insane there, but what what happened is I, I'm watching these this this impeachment hearing and uh, I, I there's a there's a congressman who I I used to work for not not when he was a congressman this was when he was in the private sector way be- before he got into politics and the company I worked for made its money mostly from like government earmarks and federal federal tax federal money that was set aside for this particular training that we did and then then to see him today and and his act and, and actually I always looked up to him uh, looked looked up to him as a mentor he was a writer a uh, fiction writer as well and then to see today like the the things he condones and the the people he uh, makes excuses for, and it's just and the hypocrisy that comes out of his mouth that just really set me off. And it didn't even really so much set me off because he was saying these things. What gets me is that there are people that buy into this. There are people that don't know him from a previous life. There are people who see this man now and and don't understand the hypocrisy who just who buy this rhetoric you know and and that was that's what frustrates me more than anything politicians you know whatever they're actually i i enjoy watching and and participating and observing politics um but what always 
irritates me is the the way that people buy into it. It's like it's like like can't you see what's happening here? Like there's nobody there with our interests in mind. They're all they're all just work. It's it's all just a game. And it's it's more like watching a, like watching a football game or a, a basketball game, and I guess it's the same thing. You have your sides. We all have our sides, and and when you're watching a, a basketball game, and 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 your team gets away with traveling and makes the the winning shot, you don't really complain about the refs. <laughs> it's when you're on the other side, and uh, that you complain about the the referees' calls, and. But I guess what's what gets to me is just the the outright blatant cheating by the teams and how they're in cahoots with the referees and how as sports fans we are indifferent to it because we've picked a home team. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. It's weird, right? Like in, in sports there are people that will they'll they'll kill another person. If if you put down their home team, it's it's weird, right? It's like it's like, really, you're going to kill someone over a, a football team? Because I'll I'll tell you what the the players on that football team aren't doing it for you. They're not out there playing football for you. They're out there doing it for their paycheck. And their well-being, and yeah, it just happens to be the more entertaining they are, the more money they make. Basically, it's not there, there's not a, a, an NFL player who's out there doing it for the love of the fan. They want you to think that. They tell you that. They all tell you that. We do this for you, the fans. Bullshit. Bullshit. And I'm, and I'm not even saying that you should be doing it for the fans. None of us do it for the fans. All of us do what we do so we can put a roof over our heads. Very few people make money doing something that is for the betterment of the whole. You know what I mean? Like, there's no incentive in in helping everybody. There should be. There should be this... There should be incentive in everybody prospering, but I don't know what it is about the human condition where we don't really care about the whole. It's more about the individual. And even when you hear, like, people who... who when you hear, like, poor people who support politicians who sure as hell don't have their best intentions in hand, in mind and are only out to um, help the rich like usually the reasoning, the rationale behind a poor person who supports someone like that is that well maybe someday I'll be rich and then my tax dollars will be safe I'll, I'll, I'll be able to put my money in a, in a shelter off seas and, and not pay a damn dime to live in this country while stepping on the backs of my employees that's the thought like that's the actual thought like the the the, the redistribution of potential wealth is what they're worried about you know and the, i mean the and the jokes the jokes on all of us there's you know there's no way out of it when you're poor you're poor 
There's, there's, there maybe used to be a way out of it, but there's not anymore. There's not a way. You just have to settle in and, and uh, figure out a way to be happy in your class system, you know. And we're doing it. We're doing all right. You, you put some alcohol on it. Put some THC in it. You uh, give it Disney Plus and watch it go nuts for a couple weeks. Watch it zone out. Go go dull. And so yeah, we don't. You know, but but you know, what else can you do? What are you gonna do? There's there's nothing that I can do right now to change my place in this world. There's there's just not. So, the trick is to be happy where you are, while seeking more. How can I mean? It's this. It's this huge thing. It's this. It's 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 this, this big, fucking, paradox. You know, where it's like, what should I be doing? Should I be striving for more, or does that just make me an idiot in the rat race? Should I be content where I'm at, or should I be always going moving forward? You know, that's where all, we we all get confused in this. I I get confused in this. I know. I just assume everybody else does. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the only freak who's like so feeling so frustrated and stuck right now that uh, they've just given up. I've given up on on any idea of uh, uh, a more comfortable life anyway. It's always going to be work, 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 and the the reward is like this the bare minimum of survival, and and I'm 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 kind of like riding that groove right now. It's it's fine, but I'm also in this place too where it's like, all right, well, how can I make all this work pay off a little bit more? You know, I I have the work ethic. Problem is, it doesn't produce anything. And, and so maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that way. I mean, do you think that way? There's got to be someone else that thinks that way. There's got to be other people who are just frustrated with this 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 daily grind that doesn't even produce a, a like, all, all you're doing is still scraping by. You're putting in all this work. But the system is so rigged that even if you're making a lot of money, the system's taking a lot of money. When you're poor, when you're rich and you make a lot of money, the system doesn't take it. But it's really hard to uh, get there because the system keeps taking your money when you're poor. So I don't know. I think I think we're gonna see this uh, a big artistic renaissance happen as as people decide that there's got to be more you know there's got to be more to life than than uh 40 hours a week and a beer and a football game on the on sunday you know got to be more than that right and i mean i mean okay yeah it's fine i mean that that's what we do to appease ourselves because we're here but i think you're going to start seeing people start to get uh over the fact of being over being here like aren't you over it man aren't you ready i i'm and and then there's like this frustrating thing too when you're an artist and and you see people who i mean let's call it 
quote unquote sellouts, you know, you see people who sell out for money. Let me, I'll give you an example for just, just myself. I, I've been doing a podcast in some form or another for two years straight, straight, and then kind of on and off for five years. So I've been, I've, I've been putting in some time over the past year, especially year and a half, especially I put in a lot of time on open lines radio and I love it. It's 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 my uh, I w- we don't even call it a habit. It's my addiction. My wife will tell you it's my addiction. <laughs> it's like the gets in the way of everything because this is what I want to be doing. And then you see these other podcasts that make money. You know these kind of celebrity podcasts or these podcasts that have uh, you know backed by these big networks and they have ads and they make money. And they actually get listened to because they get ranked higher because they pay money to get ranked higher. And then they start making money, and so they get ranked higher. And that's what people listen to. People listen to just these these things that are just the same old thing. And then there's people like me and other other uh, my my open lines radio cohorts. And I'm, and there's there are a million others. I mean, this world, everybody and their dogs doing a podcast. So. But you get frustrated when you're like us, you know, and you're, you're just trying to do it. You're not even, you don't even want to make money. You're just not about making money. You just want people to hear it. You want to bring, you want to open this, this community. You want to touch as many people as you can, and you just don't get any listens because you're not making any money. It's the same thing that's going on on Instagram. Instagram's algorithm is all about whether or not you're buying into the Instagram system sponsored ads, you know. And when you start spons- when you start become doing these sponsored ads and you start making money on Instagram, you start paying more money into Instagram. Instagram and and it's fine, I get it. That's their prerogative. I mean, there there's a lot of there there's a a group of artists, myself included, who a couple years ago made a lot of money, not maybe not a lot of money, but made a living on with Instagram as our only source of advertising because it was free. That's what we could afford based on how little we were making on our art. That's what we could afford to promote ourselves. And then Instagram starts seeing, hey, there's people making money, but they're not paying us any of it. Let's slowly take them out of the algorithm and let's bring in the people that pay into it. And the people that pay into it are the ones who are making the money. You see? So it's all about the making the money to get seen. And so you've probably seen your your hearts, your likes on Instagram go down considerably over the past couple of years. And that's that's why you're not you're not a money maker. You've got to be a money maker. And so there we there's all these roadblocks that stand on our way as artists. I mean I, I can't really speak to much else. I guess I could speak to writing. Writing's the same the same way. You know, you can write and write and write and write. And they always say if you write if you write the great, a great thing, it will get seen. Bullshit. Not true. You have to. I I wrote a uh, a television series a couple years ago. I wrote the first I think three episodes and then the treatment and the rest and and I shopped that thing around to um, 500 to a thousand 
agents, managers, studios, actors, and I didn't get one request to actually see the script. I got people asking if I had people attached. I had people asking if I was already a moneymaker. But nobody actually asked to see the script. So maybe if you were already a moneymaker and you write something, you have to establish yourself as that. You know what I mean? So, And when that's not your thing, what do you do? How do you, how do you exist? Why... Why is somebody who's born into a family with all these riches able to coast through life and and do whatever they want to do and actually do nothing while artists are dying in the streets just because they're trying to get their art out there? Dying in the streets might be dramatic, but I'm sure there's an artist dying in the streets right now. So maybe it's not so dramatic. I gotta shake this uh, vibe, man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta change change the vibe up. I'm, I'm heated. I'm a little heated today. But that's okay. I mean, that's that's how change happens, right? Someone's got to get mad first. Someone's got to uh, be outraged for real change to happen. If you weren't outraged, you would just let the status quo be the status quo. You wouldn't you wouldn't uh, change a thing, but when you're pissed off, man, that's when you that's when you tear shit down too. That's when you say that's when you're you you, you I, don't, I don't know maybe I guess some people would call them bad decisions, but if you're someone like me who uh, likes to let the tower topple, stand out of the way and let the tower topple and let's build something else tomorrow, then tearing shit down is not so bad. I'm a chronic bridge burner. (laughs) Anyone will tell you that. But I don't know about that. I don't know that I'm the bridge burner. It's almost like if you burn the bridge, I'll move on. I don't necessarily believe I'm the one that burns the bridge every time. All right. All right. Okay. I'll take, I'll take uh, responsibility for myself. I'm, I have burned a few bridges in my day and I have had my bridge burned by others as well. So, I think the important part of this lesson isn't who burned the bridge, but is what do you do after the bridge is burned, which for me, it is to just turn and walk away and build another bridge. Whatever, we'll build another bridge. There's, there's, it's, it's, it's really hard to like take something away from someone who doesn't have much, you know what I mean? There are these, these few things that if you touch them we're going to have a problem. But for the most part, I don't really have much for you to take away from me. So we'll just start something new over here. I don't know. Maybe that's not healthy. Maybe that's not a healthy uh, way to um, approach life. But it's a defense mechanism that uh, was built over time for... I don't know if the reasons are obvious, but for reasons, I'm the way I am for some reason. I'm, what I'm trying to do now is determine which parts of me are good and bad so we can tweak those a little bit. I don't have to just, you know, 
now that I know the reasons, it's a little bit easier to uh, make some changes. That's a, that's kind of quotable, right? Once you know the reasons, it's easy to make the change. Maybe easy is not the right word. It's just it's just less difficult, or at least at least you have a roadmap, or you can. You're not just going in willy nilly, making changes to aspects of your personality that don't need changing. At that particular point in time, that could be disastrous. It could be disastrous to change the wrong part of your personality and leave the part that needs changing. Don't you think? <laughs> oh man, this thing's gone. I don't even know what is happening right now. Um, I, I just, I just, I just love doing this. I love uh, getting on here, and when I'm in a bad mood, especially, and just, just talking to you and letting it off my mind and. Uh, forcing you, I mean, I guess I'm not forcing you. You can always turn this off, but uh, you're here now. You might as well listen to the end of this train wreck. Uh, forcing you to uh, bending your ear. Let's just say that I get to bend your ear. Um, I don't have to hear any advice because I know the advice. Look, is there anything worse than when you give someone advice and they don't take your advice? And they don't, they don't, there's no reason to. And that's like when I get advice, I don't always take the advice I'm given. And I'm sure it drives the other, the advicee crazy or the advisor, I guess it would be. I guess I would be the advicee, the one who takes the advice. And, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't do it all. There's all kinds of people have advice for me. So I still do what I want to do. So you have to understand when somebody doesn't take your advice to not be all butthurt about it probably wasn't even take probably never was even heard because we all know ourselves and we all know what we're going to do and we all know our next moves and we're nobody's really taking advice from anybody we're not because no, no, who knows nobody knows you nobody knows what you have to to what's going on in your head really they know what your outside self is they know who you're you're, you know, you're you're getting along in society self, but you know inside what your next move is going to be, and people are giving you advice, and you're like, uh-huh, yep, yep, or you're making excuses of why you can't take it, but you still are going to do what you want to do, so, like, that's why I just try to not give advice when people ask for advice, because it's just, I, I know you're going to do your thing anyway, you know, it doesn't matter what I think, doesn't and and then and then you shy away, they shy away if you give someone advice and they don't do it and like it goes wrong then they like they shy away from you because like they know that they didn't take your advice and you're judging them so don't judge people who don't take your advice and 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 don't worry about being judged by people whose advice you are given <laughs> and do not take i don't know i'm getting all twisted up in this right now but what i'm saying is it's nice to just be able to talk it's nice just to be able to get this out there and not have uh, an opinion come back at me about what I should do next or how I should be feeling or even even like a right on brother you go you know you're I, I agree with you like, like just to be out here floating in space <laughs> with 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 nothing but isn't it weird? Isn't it weird how we have these thoughts in our head and we can turn these thoughts into words that come out of our mouths and we we, we don't we don't even think about it. 
you just you just say it you just say these things it just comes out that way or we write them words our thoughts these weird things in our brain we turn them into words isn't that so weird so weird how that happens we're able to share through language and so where I like to take advice is through just hearing about other people's experiences not necessarily about what I think other what other people think I should do you know what I mean like like I like to just listen to other people's stories and then and then I f- create my own advice I take advice from everybody based on you know their stories so I think it is it's good to share and it's good to be to have time to share without being interrupted Sometimes I feel like I have to talk so fast when I'm talking to somebody because I know there's maybe 17 seconds before they're going to cut me off. That's as long as as most as that's, that's probably longer than most people I feel let me speak in a conversation. So I try I get I I feel myself doing it. I try to get all these words out really fast. And then I just sound manic and crazy, and they don't hear me anyway. And so most most conversations I have with people, I I have no, I I don't even, I flip off the voice, I flip off my voice, and I just figure I'm not going to be able to speak in this conversation. Just let the other person speak. Just listen to the other person's story. And I, it's been way uh, less frustrating talking to people recently when I do that. When I just figure oh, I have something I want to say, but. Um, I'm just not going to say it because they're not going to hear it anyway. I can just come on here and say it. And now you have to hear it because you're you're not formulating something in your head right now to say back. You're just listening. That's the, what's that's the power in this. That's the power in this. You can be part of it. Just uh, send a direct message to at Open Lines Radio on Instagram and. You will uh, will talk. We'll put your voice out there. You can have your t- chance to speak without being interrupted, and then you can listen to all the other voices and you can formulate your own opinions on your life and what you need to do next. It's a cool thing, man. It's a way cool thing. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling cathartic. I'm feeling like I'm going to go out there and create, do some new things. So uh, I I appreciate you being here, and I, I I'm really sorry about the beginning. Sorry about how um, I probably sounded bitter. I don't know what I sounded like, but you should have heard me an hour ago. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. All right, we'll talk soon.